Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Hope you had a good week to this week. This was a very good day and a very good week. This is four months in a row now, folks. Excuse me, four, four weeks in a row that the markets have finished higher. It's also four weeks in a row that gold and the miners have finished higher. Um, and uh, just some significant things happened this week. On Wednesday, remember we had uh, two days ago, we had the big move higher. It was a 4% move higher in the semiconductors, 3% higher move higher in NASDAQ. Again, that's textbook. That's a textbook bull market rally, folks. But we also had, and this is significant, a bullish thrust buy signal Wednesday of a 92% upside volume day. Like these are these are just big buy signals, and they've been big buy signals now for the last three months plus. Really, as the internals are continuing to improve, we see Q2 earnings, which have been which blew away. Honestly, let's be honest, Q2 earnings blew away estimates. Q3 earnings now are being raised pretty much across the board by analysts. Okay. This recession that everybody was so obsessed with, what recession, folks? I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through that in a minute. Uh, I know we all, we all love to hate on Biden and all that, but uh, I'm, the, I'm the guy that's been out there saying it wouldn't take much. It would not take much for Joe Biden to pull a Bill Clinton. It would take just a couple of decisions after the midterms. And he's, go, he's back to being the moderate that he's always been. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's not a single bone in Joe Biden's body that's liberal, Right. That's uh, that's his base, right? That's his party. But if you know his career, right? He's all for crime, strong crime bills, lock these thugs up, right? He's all for empowering the police. He loves capitalism. He loves doing deals with his son all over the world. This guy is a uh, is a, is a bread uh, is a, is a is a thoroughbred when it comes to capitalism. Look at the success he's had in business. I know it it probably upsets a lot of people to hear me talk about him that way. But my point is, all it would take is a minor shift for Joe Biden. And this stock market and this economy, they're both ready to go. Trump made sure of that. Trump made sure of that. We're doing a deal right now in the oil and gas sector where that's being proved. All of Trump's policies are still in place. The big ones are still in place, right? America first policies, they're still there. And now we have all this additional stimulus. And I'm just, you get the point I'm making here, right? There's a reason the market's going up and all the negativity, the psychological operation of it has led investors astray. Um, let's talk about what happened today. Again, da- big day today. Markets closing at the highs of the day. This is a full-on uh, 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 smart money hour buy signal again today. Dow Jones up 424 at 33,761. Again, that's a, that's a now we're looking at better than three-month highs, and we're looking at uh, um, again four straight weeks of markets going higher. SP 100 up 1.7 percent. It gets better. Uh, Rust 2000 and Nasdaq both up 2.1 percent. Nasdaq up a big 267 points, and then for the uh, the, uh, the 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 cherry on top, the cherry on top continues. Semiconductors up 2.8 percent today. Again, up four percent on Wednesday. Flat yesterday. The semis lead, folks. They lead Nasdaq. Nasdaq leads the market. That is the way it's been since QE started. It just it it, it just that's the tell. That is the tell for the markets, and it's not that complicated. It really isn't that complicated, frankly. Uh, here also today, the internals, again, were banging. Again, 92% up uh, 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 volume on Wednesday. We saw it again today. We saw it again today. Here are the internals today. Uh, again, just could not, really couldn't be better. These are extraordinary. Uh, across the board, positives in the internals. NASDAQ, excuse me, NYSE, up volume, 83%. Four to one positive advanced decline. NASDAQ, 72% up volume, three to one positive advanced decline. And then uh, we also had in our 52 week high lows, 
this has been an amazing week. We're actually getting more stocks hitting a new 52-week high than low today. 142 stocks hit a new 52-week high to just 76 hit a new 52-week low. Doesn't sound that impressive, but getting where we come from, uh, it, it's been Uglyville with these readings for a long time. We will absolutely take it. Also, we shared our folks this morning. This is a key, folks, because the uh, the housing and the excuse me, housing and the uh, the tra- transports, the trannies. These are the two sectors most important to our VRA investing system. There are leading economic indicators. There are discounting mechanism for the market and the economy. And look what's happening now. Today, the trainees, uh, first of all, Wednesday, trainees hit their, uh, excuse me, hit uh, a 200-day moving average, okay? That's a big technical move higher. Uh, we're starting to see this happen now, right? Remember, we've been in a painful bear market. You can't, it's very hard to find indexes or sectors that are at or above the 200-day moving average. But when you have your leading economic indicators at it, that's a buy signal. And that's the case with the trainees today. Again, the transport's now uh, back over their 200-day moving average, up a half percent today. Housing also, boom, today, HEX, the housing index, up 1.5%. Folks, that's now 2.5% from its 200-day moving average. These stocks and the stocks in this group have been going parabolic for the last three weeks. They're telling us something, folks. They're telling us that transportation, as Ed Hyman continues to tell us, Ed Hyman, uh, they, they key off transportation and trucking uh, more than even housing. And uh, we, we differ on that a little bit, but not, not by much. They're both equally important in our view. Frankly, we, we give housing a slight edge. But Hyman says that the trucking is their most important indicator for the economy tied to the GDP. That's why they prefer looking at it first. And right now you've got trucking at 64%, right? Uh, the surveys are at 64%. That means we're nowhere near 45. That's recessionary readings. Trucking has remained strong all throughout this craziness of inflation and economic slowdown. We're not getting any signs, whatso- no signs whatsoever, right, that we're in a recession based on trucking and transportation. Housing, a little bit different story, but we think the macro story is there so solid that uh, you know that housing is going to be in a bull market for years to come. Again, supply demand, the macro story there. We cover this in detail in our book, The Big Bribe, which you can get at bigbribebook.com. Again, bigbribebook.com and, uh, and find out why we think housing is so important and why we expect housing prices to continue moving higher into 2030 minimum, right? That's good news for all homeowners. Not great news for renters, but it's great news for homeowners, okay? Um, and again, today, the semis, once again, leading the way up 2.8% today. Again, that's what we want to see. That's the tell. We're seeing it now. That's the tell of a market that's moving higher and wants to continue doing so. And our sector watch today, all 11 SP 100 sectors. This is a great day today, folks. That means Monday is going to be good, too, I think. All 11 SP 100 sectors were higher today. Led the upside by consumer discretionary up 2.3%. Technology up 2%. Communication services up 2%. Again, nothing to the downside. Everything up. One to two percent, one to two percent across the board. Great day for every sector here. They're all making the march back to the 200 A, and that is that is a significant point for technicians. It's a very significant point for technicians. Um, what else here? I don't want to forget anything. It's Friday, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a long podcast. Where did I put my? All right, we covered the technical improvement. We covered the economy, truck, trucking, transport. Oh, here we go. Let's talk about commodities because, again, we've been pounding the table on precious metals and miners, specifically the miners. Today, GDX, the miner ETF, was up over 2%. It's been leading 
the underlying commodity itself, both gold really is the key there. It's been leading the underlying commodity gold now for better than a week. And that's the start of something we think. Uh, today, that happened again. GDX, the miners, up to, oh, better than 2%, while gold today was up almost 9 tenths of 1%. This is also, by the way, the fourth straight weekly gain for gold. Why is this, why is this important? Why does it matter? Seasonality, folks. It's, all about, it's, it's mostly about seasonality, frankly, and uh, repeating patterns. This, where we are right now in the month of August, September, and the first two weeks of October, this is the most bullish time of the year to own gold, silver, and the miners. On top of that, sentiment is so incredibly bearish for the miners and for, the, for this group. Nobody talks about gold and silver anymore, folks. Nobody talks to the miners anymore. And guess what? That's when they go higher. GDX is 41% below its 52-week high, all right? This group is ready to go. And that's that. We've been pounding the table on it. We could be wrong, but you know what? We uh, we don't think so. We think this is this is going to be a pretty good call here. One more thing: the commercials are, are are now have removed their hedges, and they're now flipping to long as well. They see what's happening here. So we like this group. We think it's a it's a good place to invest as the most of the market now is reaching heavily overbought. Next week, at some point, we'll reach extreme overbought, and we'll have to see if we have a pause. Or if this market just keeps moving higher as the shorts continue to get squeezed, as underinvested fund managers continue to be forced to buy, right? Now you're talking about money managers going, holy cow, I'm in cash. What am I doing? I'm not going to get my bonus. I'm not going to get my bonus. I better. And this is how FOMO kicks in, right? Fear of missing out, trains leaving the station. This is how animal spirits in the market kick in, folks. And uh, I'll just throw out, you know, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist. Because as I love to say, only the conspiracy theorists have been right for the last 20 years. Everybody else, literally everybody else has been wrong. Only the folks that do their research and due diligence, of course, we'll call conspiracy theorists by the CIA and by the state-sponsored entities that don't like us telling the truth, be it about Rona, the pandemic, the poison jabs, right? Any of these, the stolen rigged election, right? Uh, we report the truth here, folks. We've been banned pretty much everywhere. Don't care, right? But the bottom line is that we, we see that uh, this market wants to go higher. We think that investors now are being forced to come back into stocks, even though there's, there's a psychological operation in place to make people think things are much worse than they are. And that's our view. And I think that uh, we're going to see, uh, again, a, a move higher, a melt up in the midterms is our conspiracy theory because the uniparty got to get their people elected. They need a strong economy and a strong stock market to do it. Trust me when I tell you that is a big part of this move higher. It is. Jay Powell, his concern is no longer inflation, folks. His concern is the stock market and the economy into the midterms. After that, we enter the most bullish 12 months of the year. The 12 months after the midterm, we'll start sharing some of the specifics on this. We're talking about massive moves higher occur. We're looking for a big move higher in the year end, into the midterms, into year end, and into 2023 as well. Um, so it's, uh, it's a good time to, to be open-minded to being an, an active investor in the markets. Uh, finally today, uh, Bitcoin. Oh, you know what? I didn't really cover commodities, did I? Uh, I told you about the miners and why we liked it, but I didn't tell you that we didn't do the commodity watch. Today, gold. Uh, just right at $10 an ounce. At eighteen sixteen. again, that's four straight weeks. Gold has been higher. Silver today, a bigger even, up 2.1% at twenty seventy eight an ounce. Copper today was down two cents a pound at the two three sixty seven a pound. And finally, crude oil. This is interesting, though. Crude oil was down today, down $2.40 a barrel at $91.94. But XLE, the energy ETF, was up eight-tenths of 1%. So that's, that's outperformance by energy stocks. That is a bullish tell. Uh, we are very optimistic and very long, this group of energy stocks. 
Uh, and uh, we just don't want to see oil get back to around 120. That's when the market start having a problem with it, folks. But here in this range, we're buyers, certainly buyers of energy stocks. Cash flow, uh, they're, 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 they they're dripping wet in cash flow. And these stocks, some of these stocks are trading at multiples that they've just never seen before. These are great buying opportunities here on this pullback. Finally for the day, Bitcoin. Uh, again, it's been very quiet, but it stopped going down, didn't it? Even in the face of all the bad news, that's another tell. Bitcoin down 82 at 24,125. Always appreciate you listening, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.